God, we just thank you this morning, Father God, as we assembled this morning, Father God, for your word, Father God. We thank you for each and everyone here today, Father God. We uh, thank you for the ones that will look and listen later as well, Father God. Today, we just want to give you all the glory, Father God. We know if we give you the glory, you give us the victory, Father God. So we just want to thank you this morning, give you praise, honor, and glory in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone say amen. 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 Of uh, the Reverend Robeson, who will bring us the word of God this morning. 
Amen. Amen. You ain't joking. That was some old time gospel. You know, one of those uh, uh, songs, uh, <laughs> the the lady, they were showing the lady on the side and what she was playing was called a washboard. See, you young folks, y'all know nothing about that. They didn't have all of them. They, they didn't have all those fancy things back in the day. So she was playing what they call a washboard. For y'all don't know what a washboard is. That was before the washing machine. And that's how they used to scrub their clothes on, 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 the, on that washboard to get those clothes clean. And uh, somebody said, well, you know what? I can play that because, you know, we are some creative people. You know, I ain't talking about just black people. We are creative people in the Lord. So so somebody figured out they can play that washboard like music. Boy, I tell you, and then y'all heard them little girls and that little girl said, look, my daddy hung himself. And that's why I'm here today because of my father, God. And she got a testimony, a testimony. And then I had to end yes. it off with that song because what I want to talk about this morning is victory. I want to talk about oh, the right. victory that God has given us. God gives us victory. Here, let me ask y'all a real stupid question. Now, this is a real stupid question, but I want y'all to answer it anyway. Did you wake up this morning? Somebody shake yeah. their head. If you woke up this morning, that's victory. God has already gave you some victory, whether it's big or small. We need to celebrate the victory of God. Whatever he gives us, if he wakes you up in the morning, that's some victory, y'all. Now, we need to celebrate it. You know, yesterday morning when I woke up in victory because he opened my eyes. Yesterday when I woke up, it hit me. I'm like, whoa, that's November 19th. And that means I got 15 years clean and sober, 15 years of not putting a crack pipe in my mouth, 15 years of not doing no methamphetamines, 15 years, no alcohol and 15 years, no marijuana. Now, y'all know me. I tell the truth and shame the devil. I like the smell of marijuana, y'all. Y'all know me. I keep it real. I like that smell. I walk by and say, ooh, they got the goody good. Or I walk by and say, ooh, they got that bump. But see, I know for sure that I can't smoke no marijuana. I know that. Like they say in recovery, one is too many and a thousand is never enough. That's me. If I smoke some marijuana, I'm going to be like David Chappelle and I'm going to sprinkle some crack on it. I'm just keeping it real, y'all. Y'all know Reverend Richard going to tell y'all the truth and that's just the truth. But as I woke up yesterday morning and I was basking in the victory, I get this message on Facebook Messenger. And I'm like, okay, now this is before I even got out of bed and the message said, you are the sickest excuse for a father. You are terrible. I hate you. Uh, uh, I, uh, I heard stories about you. I heard that uh, uh, after my mama died and 10 days later, I was in the hospital that you left and never looked back. This is what I got early in the morning when I'm basking in the victory of what God had gave me. And I'm going to tell you something. I was so hurt because not only because everything that he said, uh, this person said, yeah, I heard these stories about you 10 days after I was born and because his mama died having him 10 days after I was born, you left and turned your back. I'm like, what misinformation? That hurt me to the core because, see, me and Sabrina was the only ones went to that hospital. That boy was in the hospital for six months, so his information was incorrect. 
And a lot of things that the person told him, some of that stuff is true because I was no good to the core back then. Some of that stuff was true, but the boy got so much information, but he ended it with, I would never talk to you again. I say, amen. And I'm going to tell y'all something that hurt me to the core. I, I'm going to tell you how bad it hurt me. When I finally said, forget about it. And I got about the bed. My stomach hurt so bad it almost put me to my knees. I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all may not know this. See, what happened to me yesterday morning when, see, when you got that victory, the enemy during the day come in and try to steal it from you. Tries to steal the victory that God has given you. And we got to be strong and not let him steal that victory. It hurt me so bad. My stomach, I bent over when I got out to bed. I wasn't sick before then. I was basting in victory. It hurt me because of the misinformation. And it would hurt to know the real information. It would hurt to know that you had no business in the hospital you was in for six months. Because your mama shouldn't have been there neither. It's so much things I could have said and done. But I was hurt. I said, I'm not going to reply to that until God give me the answer to reply. I was hurt. What had happened is, uh, uh, a lot of people don't believe this happens. My mental issue turned into a physical issue. See, a lot of people be sick and they go to the doctor and the doctor say, well, ain't nothing wrong with you. But they feel the pain. They sick. Because your mental issue has turned into a physical issue. And that's what happened to me yesterday. It went from mental, mental to physical and it hurt. Just like I had a real issue with pain. But see, we talk about these things. That's why y'all need to come to prayer and y'all need to come to Bible study because we had talked about these things. And thank God we talked about it and I was able to realize it and pick myself and say, victory is mine. Victory is mine. I picked myself up and I felt the victory once again because I'm going to tell you something. If you can wake up after 30 some years of being on drugs and wake up one day and you got 15 years clean, that's a victory. That's a victory, y'all. And I had every right to celebrate that victory. So I went to work and I forgot about all that stuff. And then here come the enemy again as soon as I get to work. But see, this time it wasn't really the enemy. They said, I want you to work somewhere. I'm going to get to the Bible today, y'all. And I'm going to get to my sermon. But this is what God put on my mind to tell you, especially after I heard that girl say she got a testimony. But let me give you one real quick. I went to work and first thing I hear is this lady talking about, you're not going to work in the department that you normally work in. We're going to put you over here. I'm like, look, when I come to work on Saturday, I make so much money. I get so many customer comments because I work in that department. And I just went off on the lady. God forgive me. God forgive me. I went off. But you know what happened was God showed me something. He said, I want you to listen to this lady that always talk crazy and never seems to be on your side. I want you to listen to her today. And so I started listening to her. And even though she never said it, she said, I want my best over here today because we need to make that money that you make over there over here. So that's why I was put there. And once again, God gave me the victory because I did so well. 
I did so well over there because God told me to shut up and listen. And sometimes that's what we got to do, y'all. We got to shut up and listen to the word of God, no matter what person standing in front of you that you know has been the enemy. I'm going to tell you something. When you got God on your side, the enemy don't mean nothing. You get an enemy two thumbs down. He ain't got nothing on you. And the enemy all during the day will try to steal the victory that God has given us. And you have to be careful. You have to put on your armor before you go out that door. When you open your eyes in the morning and you get that first victorious gift from God, you continue it by praying before you get out that bed or pray when you get out of that bed. You let God know that you thank him because a lot of people did not wake up this morning. A lot of people alarm clock is going off. See, people think my alarm clock woke me up this morning. Well, I got news for you. Somebody's alarm clock going off right now and they ain't reaching over to touch it, y'all. But see, I'm going to tell you something. Christians, as we call ourselves, Christians can have victory when they are living for Christ. You can have victory. Your victory, you can have it. God gives it to you, but you lose it during the day, but you can have it all day long. You can have it all your life if you're living for Christ. Christians have victory over sin when you're living for Christ. Christians have victory over crack, meth, alcohol, uh, 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 fentanyl, Christians got the victory over all of that when you living for Christ. I am so glad that I am living for Christ nowadays. If y'all living for Christ, then you know you got the victory. Victory is yours. Hold your peace. Let the Lord fight your battle and victory and victory will be yours. Let's go to Deuteronomy today. 20 and 4. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight against your enemies and give you victory. Deuteronomy 20 and 4, if you ain't, uh, I want you to memorize it, write it down. Sabrina, Sabrina Hell always writing it down. I know she already got it down. It says to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory. See, when I got God with me, you know, I don't have to fight. I give it to him. Let him fight those battles. Hold my peace. Let the Lord fight my battles and victory, victory will be mine on a daily basis. First John 5 and 4 says, for, for so ever is born of God's overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Even our faith, we can overcome the world. I'm going to tell you so much going on out there, but it don't mean nothing to us. You know why? Because we have the victory and we have to claim that victory. And you're going to hear that word from me a whole lot today, Sabrina G. Victory is your sister. You're going to hear a whole lot of that today, Denise, because victory is yours. My brother, Peter. Victory belongs to you, my brother, every time you wake up in the morning. Callie Berry, I see you, Callie Berry, on there. Victory belongs to you. You and your children, Ashley. 
Victory belongs to you. We just need to claim that victory because the enemy is always trying to rip off our victory. We got to tell the enemy, look, devil, I want you to stand on my right. I want you, I'm sorry, I want you to stand on my left because you know you ain't right. That's what we need to tell the enemy because the enemy is always trying to creep, 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 creep. And if we let him, he'll get up in there and he'll destroy all that victory that God gave us when we open our eyes this morning. Amen. Can I hear somebody say amen? Amen. Victory belongs to you. John 16 and 33 said, these things I have spoken to you that in me ye might have peace in the world. Ye shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. See, it, it, it don't say that, hey, it's going to all be sunshine. It's going to be a little rain. So when the sunshine again, you can appreciate it. God says in his in the Bible, there will be tribulations. Offenses is going to come. Things are going to happen. And it's about the way you accept those things and the way you take those things. See, it's victory and turmoil. It's victory and turmoil. Sometimes tribulations come and you go through those tribulations, but God allowed you to go through those tribulations because it was victory in those tribulations. And the victory was that you got over it and you became a better person. I really hated to hear uh, my uh, my son say that. And I had already explained to him, I don't like always saying I ain't got no money. So, you know, say hi to me sometime. Message me and say, hey, how you doing? I don't need no money today. I'm just saying hi. Do, you, do I ever get that? No. Was I a low down dirty rascal back then? Pretty much. Pretty much. But I woke up yesterday with 15 years clean and sober, and I am not the man I used to be. Am I Sabrina Hale? She know, she remember. I ain't the man I used to be. And what that song say, I won't go back, can't go back to the way I used to be. I can't do it no more. God has gave me a new walk. He has gave me a new talk. He said, you are somebody. You different today, you know, and we all got that testimony that that little girl was talking about. We all got a testimony because we have been through the test. You have to go through the test in order to have a testimony. And we have done that, y'all. Been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter what people think about you. It doesn't matter what people say about you. You still got the victory because they not God and God has gave you the victory. And what we need to do, y'all, and I got a short sermon today, but before I end this short, short sermon, because we had a lot of good music, one of those songs, I almost got up and got to dancing in the house, y'all. I almost got my tambourine and got to dancing myself. But I'm going to tell y'all what we need to do each and every morning. And you can read it for yourself. It starts in Ephesians 6 and 11. If you don't remember nothing else that I'm talking about today, remember you got the victory and remember to start reading from Ephesians 6 and 11. And I want you to read on down to Ephesians 6 and 18. And this should be, uh, I don't like rituals, but this is a ritual for me because I do this constantly because I know when I step 
foot out this door, the enemy is out there waiting on me. I know when I wake up in the morning, the enemy is out there waiting on me. Somebody smoking some weed and it smell good to me. Y'all can't tip me with that. Somebody uh, uh, at work, they walk by me and they smell like some alcohol because they was drunk last night. You can't tip me with that. Somebody, I don't see no crack pipes, thank God. I don't see no meth pipes, thank God. But I don't think you can tip me with that anymore. I can't go back. I won't go back because God has gave me this new walk and this new talk over here in Sunnyvale, East Palo Alto. And yes, amen. A new walk and a new talk. And we all got that. God is not a respecter of person. If he do it for me, he shall do it for you. All you got to do is ask him and believe in that victory that he give you every day and believe that the enemy can't take it unless you let him. What God has given us, can't nobody take it away unless we let them take it away. Amen, amen. I'm gonna go with Ephesians 6 and 11 before I leave y'all today because this is something, Brother Zedric, that we need to do before we walk out that door. It says we need to put on the whole armor of God. I'm gonna run that by you one more again. We need to put on the whole armor of of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We need to put on that whole armor. We may be hard, we may be tough, but we need that whole armor of God. I don't care how hard you is, the harder you are, the more the enemy wants you on his side. I don't care if you're a gangster, he wants you on his side. I don't care what you are, the enemy wants you. So we need, let me run one more again. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. It continues to say, for, for we wrestle. I want y'all to hear this real good. Put on them ears, y'all. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Not against flesh and blood. You ain't really out there fighting flesh and blood. But against principalities, against power, against the ruler of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual a wickedness in high places, y'all. We not, y'all, we not, I don't care if you is out there fighting or what they used to say, fist to cuffs. You ain't fighting no, no, no body. You ain't fighting nothing but the enemy. And if you fighting other things and you think you ain't fighting the enemy, you need to look again. You need to look again. We ain't fighting against flesh and blood, y'all. We fighting against the principalities and the darkness of this world. And that's what we need to continue. We need to put up a good fight. People always say, oh, at the funeral, well, they put up a good fight. We need to really put up a good fight. And not against those people in our face, but against the enemy. Because he's the one that's attacking us on the daily. I hope y'all hear me. Y'all too near me not to hear me. I hope y'all are feeling me today. We fighting against a powerful darkness. It's called the devil. We fight, we, we not talking about what y'all see the devil. You know, y'all see the picture of the devil red with the horn, got a tail and that. No, no, no. The devil could be sitting right next to you. You got to always be ready. Because the devil ain't walking around looking like that, y'all. The devil don't want you to see him coming. He don't want you to know he right next to you in church. The devil read the Bible too, y'all. You got to be careful. You know, even with some of those saints that are out there, when they tell you they read the Bible, you ask them what he say. 
to make sure that they know. Because some of them saints will even get you. You know, praise the Lord. Let me stop. Ephesians. Uh, uh, let's go back. Uh, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the ruler of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Not just here. High places. Wherefore, I'm going to continue with this. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand the devil and having done all to stand. All to stand. And when you get through standing, you stand some more. When you get through praying, I need you to pray some more. I need you to pray some more. Because you think God ain't heard you? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you something. God heard you, but if you're not sure, pray some more. Pray again, my friend. Amen. Amen. I'm getting excited here. Uh, uh, I, I'm down to, I got to read uh, 13 again. Y'all bear with me, y'all, because these scriptures is what I do every morning. And I have to read them because the enemy don't want me to sink them in my mind and remember them. What it says, one more again, y'all. One more again, what it says. It says, stand therefore, nope, wherefore taken to the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the devil, and having done all to stand, continue, stand therefore, having your loins grit about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet stood with preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherein, uh, excuse me, wherein ye shall be able to quench all fiery darts of the wickedness. All fiery darts of the wickedness. You don't see those fiery darts that people are throwing at you, but uh, please believe. Please believe. Somebody always, you walking by and you talking about, oh, how you doing today? Oh, it's a wonderful day. They throwing them darts at you because they ain't had no wonderful day and they hate that you having a wonderful day. I don't care what's going on in my life when I walk through that door at Ikea and somebody say, how you doing? I say, it's another wonderful day. And I'm going to tell you, people don't like you for that. People don't like the spirit that you have, and that's why you got to continue to have that good spirit, y'all. You got to continue to always have a good spirit no matter what's going around you because one thing, you woke up this morning. You woke up this morning. You got the victory already. Already you got the victory. Let me continue this. I'm going to let y'all go in a minute. All above. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherein ye shall be able to quench all the fiery dirt of the wicked and take the helmet. People always want to hit you in the head. You got to have some protection for that head. They want to hit you in the head with those words that cut like a sword. Those words saying that you are the worst father ever. Those words saying that you left me after 10 days after my mama died having me. Those words that cut like a sword, if you ain't careful. Those words would tear you to pieces. But that's why God woke you up to have the victory, not to be torn out. He did not give us the spirit of fear. He did not give, he gave us the spirit of power. The enemy don't want you to know that. 
The enemy want to break you down and bring you on your knees and not to pray. He don't want you to pray. But I got news for you, Mr. Enemy. I'm praying each and every day. I'm praying when I get off of here. I prayed this morning. I'm praying I got to run some errands. I'm praying before I get in that car. I'm going to pray when I get in the car. You know, I'm going to tell you a quick little thing before we go. You know, uh, y'all all heard of uh, 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 Dr. Seuss. Everybody heard Dr. Seuss, green eggs and ham, Sam, I am. Let me explain something to you about that man. That man got turned down from 36 publishers. 36 looked at his stuff and like, oh, this is garbage. We don't, we don't want to do that. He did not give up. He knew it was something in him. He knew it was some victory somewhere. 36 times, I may have gave up 36 times and said, oh, if 36 people and publishers said I'm garbage, I might be a little garbage. I'm just keeping it real. That's a lot of people to say no for you to keep on going and becoming one of the best. No, not one, the best children book author in the world the best because he never gave up because he believed. And that's what we need to do. Believe. Y'all know Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was the greatest because he said it. And if you didn't agree with that, that's okay. He didn't care. Muhammad Ali said, I am the greatest. I am the best. And you know why he was the best? Because he claimed it. He said he was the best. I'm sorry, y'all. We can do that too. You may think you can't. So if you got God with you and you claim in victory, God plus victory equals God's victory. Amen. I'm going to cut this short right here. It says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. One more again. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hey, you know the word of God, you're smarter than you think. And I'm going to end it with this. Praying always with prayer and supplications in the spirit and watching thereunto with all prevalence and supplications for all saints. When you pray, pray with supplication in the spirit. Go to God with what you want. Don't be faking the game. Tell God exactly what you want. If it's what you need, then you're going to get it because all the time what we want is not what we need. Y'all, I want to say victory. Victory, y'all. We got the victory. When we wake up in the morning, we got the victory and we need to know all day long that that victory belongs to us. That victory belongs to me, you, it belongs to us. Go ahead and take over, Pastor. I, I, didn't, I didn't said enough. Well, praise the Lord. Well said. Well said. God is good and victory is mine. That's what we need to be saying. We got the victory because there is victory in Jesus. And so when we call on the name of Jesus, we know that we get action. And as my son said, when he was being attacked, I said, Lord, I need you to help me. And he 
said immediately he gained extra strength to uh, fight off his attacker and get away from his attacker. And that's not just for him, that's for all of us. When we call on the name of the Lord, God does hear us and he does move in our behalf. So thank God for the word this morning. I'm not going to re-preach it, but I'll tell you what. Ephesians chapter 6 is something that we can uh, use uh, in our morning devotional. For years, I'd get up in the morning and I'd read Ephesians chapter 1 uh, and Ephesians chapter 6 as a part of my devotion, One, and six. still do, but not as regularly as I did before, but for years I did that, because Ephesians is the book uh, that was written to the church, and it gives you a lot of information about the body of Christ and what we should be like. So when I say the church, I mean the body of Christ. And it helps us to know what God is expecting of us as the body of Christ. So thank God for the messenger and the message this morning. And if there's anybody on here this morning that doesn't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and you would like to, we want to give you that opportunity. If you knew him and you strayed away and you want to get reconnected, we can help you with that. So if there's anybody that needs that kind of help this morning, uh, just uh, nod your head or say yes in the in, in your uh, message uh, box, and we will definitely lead you in a sinner's prayer right now or help you get restored in your relationship with God. Because we know that the time is short here, and I know you've been hearing that a long time, but every day we live, it's getting shorter. Jesus is going to come back. And when he comes back, we need to be ready. Whether he comes back because our time is up here on earth or whether uh, he comes to get the rest of us in the rapture, we need to be ready. We need to get that connection with him and keep that connection with him. He is our heavenly father. And uh, I want to just kind of respond to Reverend about his adult child who has resentments and anger regarding him. The Bible says, honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord God giveth thee. Mm -hmm. And there's nowhere in there that has said, if you had a bad mother and you had a bad father, it's all right to be uh, resentful. It's all right to disrespect them. It doesn't say that. It says honor. And, you know, you didn't know that person. You never got acquainted with that person. Well, that's too bad. We're sorry about that. But God says honor doesn't say disrespect and I, I and so when I hear uh, adults who are angry with their absent parent and feel like it's okay to just say anything about them and to them I have to encourage you to release that person to the Lord mm -hmm. God says vengeance belongeth to me and I will repay let the Lord handle it that song we heard uh, 
Sister Dorothy uh, sing today. Victory is mine. And I let the Lord fight my battle. Let God take care of that for you. Mm-hmm. You know, my oldest son, Eric, had an absent parent. And he never knew his father. Mm-hmm. So when he got clean and sober from uh, his addiction, he went looking for that man and he found him and was very disappointed in what he found. Never did he utter another word about that man because he had a stepfather who provided that uh, caring and loving uh, situation that he needed. And so in his last days, he spent a lot of time with his stepfather. And so I said to him, I said, well, son, what do you want me to do about your father? Because he was terminal. He had uh, AIDS when there was nothing uh, in those early days. And it was a result of his uh, IV drug use. And I said, if something happens to you, what do you want me to do about that man? He looked at me like, why are you asking me? (laughs) And so when he did leave, Uh, His ex-wife said to me, well, did you contact his father? I said, no, you can if you would like. But he, I asked him that question and he gave me a look that said, why are you asking me that question? So I share that because this is testimony, Jay. So I share that to say, Reverend, your life changed. You, like all the rest of us, have made mistakes. Anybody here that never made a mistake, I want you to raise your hand because I need to pray for you because you're lying. (laughs) We have all made mistakes, and we ask for forgiveness. Uh, 1 John 1 and 9 says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So if you need to do that, do it. But let me tell you something. You don't go around holding those resentments in your heart. Release them to the Lord because they make you sick. Uh, Reverend alluded a little bit Mm -hmm. to that, and I'm going to end my sermon in a minute. But he alluded to that, Mm -hmm. that that stuff that we call physical illness could be coming from an emotional wound. And instead of us taking care of that like we ought to, we ask for God to forgive that person and confess our part in it and get it out of the way, we hold on to that and it eats a hole in our stomach. It causes us to not be able to uh, uh, feel good, headaches and all kinds of stuff. Now that's not the only reason you can have a headache, but I'm using that to help you understand that that thing can turn from emotional to physical life. And we do have a uh, a licensed marriage and family therapist here. She probably can't agree to some of this that I'm saying, but this is just spiritual stuff that we need to understand. So I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to re-preach the sermon, but I just was so excited about uh, the sermon and the, the word, the scripture that was used. I love the book of Ephesians. I love it mm-hmm. because it tells us how we should behave as a body of Christ. So anyway, going to stop right there. If anybody uh, uh, accepted the invitation to, or uh, yes, accepted the invitation to receive Christ, you can send me a text 
or uh, uh, can let us know, and we certainly want to continue to pray for you and 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 help you with your uh, new relationship with God. So as we prepare to dismiss again, uh, the praise and worship this morning was devoted to old time uh, worships, worship and praise and worship uh, that uh, some of you all are too young to remember, but I just was so enthused when I found those tapes because it reminded me when I was a young person and how we praised the Lord and how the old saints behaved. So <laughs> thank God for that. So with that said, I think we're ready to dismiss. Need to let you know that Reverend Chris, if not on his way home, will be going home today and we have got to get him some uh, uh, <clears throat> care uh home care, uh, some of us, I don't know if we're, the boys are going to continue, I should say the men, his sons are going to continue their routine or what we need to do, but we'll be finding that out, and because he is a Kaiser member, he can get some home care from Kaiser, the coordinator, since he was not uh, a patient at Kaiser. But uh, if you don't know about Kaiser, Kaiser takes care of their people, whether they're at a Kaiser facility or wherever they are. If they're in an emergency situation and they can't get to a Kaiser, well, then they take care of all the bills and everything, just like they were at Kaiser. That's why I love uh, Kaiser. And uh, I raised my children. They raised their children in it because of the, the kinds of benefits you receive. But anyway, I'm not going to do that commercial today. So anyway, uh, I, if our minds are clear, we're going to dismiss. I just love the fact that you all are here. Peter, I don't know you, but welcome to our service this morning. We're so happy to have you. Please do join us again. And uh, all of you, I love you. And I don't know who KB2020 is, but praise <laughs> the Lord, whoever that is. That's my coworker. <laughs> all right. Well, God bless you, KB2020. Please join <laughs> us again. We'd love to have you. <laughs> so with that said, Reverend, Final remarks from you and dismissal. All righty. And like you said, Pastor, thanks everyone. Uh, oh, Callie Berry from my job. I call it Callie Berry. That ain't her name. But, <laughs> and Brother Peter, uh, glad to see you. And uh, uh, you're always welcome at the Bread of Life. We welcome Amen. you. We welcome you. So, uh, Father God, we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for each and everyone here today, Father God, and those who will listen later. Father God, we ask the hedge of protection, a hedge of protection over each and everyone here today. We ask that same hedge of protection over all the family members that are represented here today, Father God. And Father God, we're just going to thank you, Lord. Thank you for the victory, Father God, that you give us each and Every day, Father God, we thank you for big, small, no matter what you do for us, Father God, we thank you for it. We give you all praise. We give you all honor and we give you all the glory because we know when we give you the glory, the victory is ours, Father God. So we just going to thank you this morning, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and everyone say amen. 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 
Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Everybody, everybody have a blessed week. All right, you too, Denise, Ashley. All right, Sabrina, Sabrina. (laughs) Y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, Sabrina. God bless you you too, little one. We hear you. Y'all hear them. We in the room over there. (laughs) We hear you. Y'all be cool. (laughs) Amen.